And as you know, I have been a big booster of an organization called Face the Future. And it was started by a man named Dr. Peter Adamson. They go to other countries and they take over operating theaters, they train locals, and they perform life-transforming facial surgery. And they just made a huge splash by going to Ukraine. They ended up being reported on on CNN. And I was so excited to see that. Globe and Mail wrote a feature about them. Dr. Peter Adamson touched down in Toronto on the weekend, and he's with us now. It's nice to have you, Peter. Good morning. Thank you very much, John. It's great to be seeing you again. Tell me about the the surgeries that you performed, because I saw in the video coverage on CNN, a lot of the people were soldiers who had suffered the kind of facial injury that can, you know, compel somebody not to show their face in public. Yes, we saw some very uh, complex uh, injuries uh, because of the ballistic uh, nature of their injuries, both bullets and, and, and shrapnel. A lot of uh, tissue loss, so they had structural loss of the bones. We had to replace that sometimes with implants or other bone and then build soft tissue, uh, replace noses that had been lost for the most part, and also, unfortunately, uh, a number of uh, patients who were blind. And so in the uh, time we were there, we actually operated on 30 patients who had all been pre-selected. We did 112 procedures on them, which indicates to you the complexity when there were three to four procedures done on most of each of the patients. And uh, a big part of our work, of course, is to educate local surgeons and nurses. Uh, We had an international symposium there. We actually had over 100 Ukrainian surgeons from all across the country come to our uh, symposium. Uh, We had a nurses symposium to help them, over 70 local nurses. And we live streamed our surgery from the operating rooms. We had over 600 Ukrainian surgeons uh, on the live stream. So we felt that our week was very productive and we're already making plans to go back. I'm paraphrasing from something you said to the reporter from CNN. But I mean, it was about how the face, it's more than a metaphor. It really is, uh, you know, the public's window onto you. So if you have facial deformity, they don't see the real you. Yes. uh, The first challenge, of course, is to, in an objective sense, improve someone's appearance. But it's not just about appearance on the face. It's also about function. So some individuals had uh, mouths, for example, that were severely traumatized. We had to open the mouth just so they could eat or mandibles that were broken. We had to repair those so that they could once again eat noses that would work uh, functionally, uh, hearing loss, tremendous hearing loss from the loud blasts uh, that occur. So many functional things to improve about the face and then to try to make the face objectively for anyone to look at the face to feel more comfortable because, of course, these individuals are often ostracized because many people find it so uncomfortable, even their family members sometimes, to look at them that they really can't be integrated back into society. So that's the first part of the Uh, appearance improvement, the psychological improvement. The second part is, as you indicated, every one of us has a face that we want others to want to know. We want others to find us attractive in us to feel that we are part of the human community. And so a huge part of this is working with our soldiers, and we did some civilians too, to understand what their major concerns were. Sometimes you think that what you were most concerned about, you should repair. It wasn't their biggest concern. It was something else. So it's always about doing what's best for the patient, both objectively, surgically, dealing with their psychological trauma and helping them to improve their quality of life 
and just to make the most of lives, which in many cases have been devastated and will never, ever be really normal again. So much of the work that you've been doing over the many years has been about people with, you know, cleft palates, uh, cancerous tumors, burns, um, accidents. I just wonder how you reflect on the the willful human-induced injury that you were treating this time in Ukraine, the, the result of warfare. Uh, this really was a challenge for all of us, uh, uh, John. It's obviously a challenge to the poor soldiers who were injured. It's a challenge to the civilians. We talked to many, many people in the hospital who weren't soldiers but working with the soldiers, and they have a great, you know, sense of respect in every way. Billboards around the city about the dead soldiers to say who had lost their lives, you know, supporting their way of life and protecting them, and so. Uh, all of society is feeling this, and it really is something when you think it's not an earthquake, it's not a hurricane. This is, you know, man-made trauma to each other. And uh, it was very impactful for all of us, even the surgeons on our team. We had two or three surgeons on our team, and speaking with the patients uh, actually became very emotional. One one soldier I remember was there. He had been blinded in both eyes, and he'd come to see us, and he said, well, are you going to be able to restore my vision? And our surgeon had to say, no, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to restore your vision. So these are very, very impactful moments for everyone when you're seeing such complex deformities, which have been so devastating to so many people and all of the society there is feeling this. Peter, thank you so much. Uh, a great mission. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Thank you very much, John. Have a good day. That's Dr. Peter Adamson. He is the guy who created Face the Future Foundation. And uh, I always try to do some fundraising if you are encouraged by some of the stories. And reflect on that for a moment. A guy who suffered facial injuries and lost his vision in both eyes. So he can't see himself. He won't even be able to see whatever Peter's work is that restores some of his the face he used to have um, but still you know the surgery will have been done and he can have the confidence of knowing that his face has been restored um, so yeah face the future I'll have to check I don't know if there are any tickets left they've got a fundraising event coming up but if you'd like to donate you can do so online just double check please because it is called face the future but there are a few organizations called face the future so Google face the future foundation Canada and if you see a butterfly that is the symbol for them and I would love it if you could throw a little money their way and you know what I always point out that you don't have to throw a ton of money you don't have to be somebody who makes a hundred thousand dollar donation um, whatever and and in my experience sometimes people of the most modest means are the most generous when it comes to charities 